All right. So um, actually, uh, this is kind of a uh, the, the actual story is sort of um, a fig leaf for, for the thing I really want to talk about. Uh, no. So I've been talking a lot about uh, everybody knows the education system in this country is just falling apart. I've seen a number of videos from a number of different people that interview Gen Z or millennials and they ask them, name three countries other than the United States. And they, they can't name one. Right. And now to some degree, this is edited, right? But but clearly, they're showing enough people who, who, you know, how why are there fifty stars in the flag? I don't think it's much of a of a of a risk to say that that fundamental education in this country has just really just gone to hell. And having um, just spent uh, first part of this year helping Natasha pass her citizenship test, I realized that there's not one of you guys could, and I'm sure our entire audience could pass it, but I'd be willing to bet you that if you just went out on the street, certainly in California, you you wouldn't find, I bet you couldn't find 5% of the population that could pass the citizenship test. Really, uh, I, I, I really mean things it. We take for so that's, so that's the actual like cover. What I really want to talk about is what I'd like to do about that. So after the 2020 election, we did moving back to America, which I was trying to make some sense out of the politics and stuff. But now we do we do six right angles a week about present day politics. And that's covering that pretty well. And so I've had some success with uh, theme things like what we believe and the virtual presidency and, and, and uh, we the people be too, that kind of thing. And so I thought it's it's time for me to be doing some more writing and some, something that's a little more timeless. So what I what I really like to do is kind of run this past you guys and then check the comments for feedback on this. So actually what I'm thinking about doing is a series of a large number of four or five minute videos called Don't Be an Idiot About Dot Dot Dot. <laughs> and, and basically what it would be would be these are the fundamental things that you really do need to know so that you're not an idiot about these things. Like, don't be an idiot about world geography, right? So what does that entail? Well, if you're if you're not going to be an idiot about world geography, you got to know that there's seven continents. There's really six. Europe is an artificial continent, but nevertheless, there's seven. You got to know that. You got to know there's five oceans, right? And not every country is of equal importance. So let's take 10% of the countries, 212 countries in the world. Let's take 21 of them. You have to be able to find these 20 countries. And you have to be able to find these 10 Capitals. You got to know where Paris is. You got to know where Berlin is. You got to know where Moscow is. You got to know where Rome is. You got to know where Japan is. I mean, where Tokyo is. And I just want to do these little capsules of, of the basics, not getting into any detail beyond just the basics, because I don't think most people can pass these these kind of things. If this and becomes I, an employment I, screening method, do you mind if I just pee in a cup? Will that be enough for me? <laughs> I completely missed that joke. Oh, is it like a, it's like a, like an exam for working here? Yeah, if you're using it as an employment screening method for this company, I'm a little concerned. Could I just pee in a well, cup? Well, we, rusty. We call it a I'll, day. I'll just get. I'm just going to get a copy of, of uh, Elon's email to the Twitter employees, and I'll just send that. Out. Oh no. Um, but but so I originally was going to call this like the self-educated American because I'm a self-educated guy. That seemed a little stuffy to me. And somehow I think don't be an idiot about is got a little more sassiness to it. Yeah. And and really, seriously, this is endless. Right. Don't be an idiot about grammar. Don't be an idiot about music. Don't be an idiot about airplanes. Don't be an idiot about astronomy. Don't be an idiot about anything. And members, of course, can make suggestions and we just crank them out because they're real simple. They're fun to write. I was driving around, I don't know, a month or two ago, and I said, you know, 
I know something about everything. And some things I know a lot about, but I know I think I know I could probably talk for an hour on on anything. That's how full of BS I am. And uh, and my ability to do a tap dance and you know and and, and you know I've but I've nevertheless, always, I've always said my liberal arts education um, gives me the skills to uh, start a conversation on almost any subject and remain engaged for up to five minutes. Absolutely. <laughs> I that, can but that's you, a good life skill. I can give you a s- solid 30 minutes about things I know nothing about. <laughs> but world history, right? American history. I mean, just think about it. There, 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 the possibilities are endless. And, and I don't see any foundational... I don't see any sign of foundational knowledge in this in this culture. Ra- it's rapidly disappearing. I, Civics, for example, don't be an idiot about American government. I will say, um, my twenty-something sons. I, I wish mm-hmm. I knew the name of this. You guys probably do, but my twenty-something sons are involved in some social networking type of game where they need to be able to identify geographical things that I've never heard of. Um, And they're (laughs) like, it's a competition among this network of friends they have online. And they've got to find, you know, tiny little bodies of water in remote Eastern European countries. And, you know, and and it's like a real, like it's more intense than any geography class I've ever heard of. Um, And they're really into it. There is a there is a a kind of a, ge- a geology, I guess geography as well, where it's like okay, you've got a landmass, and inside this landmass is a lake, and inside the lake is an island, and inside the island is another lake, and inside that lake is another island, and I think they found one that iterated like six or seven times or something. Oh wow! But 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 one of the one of the nice byproducts of this is since it's all real compact, real simple, I also hope that people would would see these things and go, you know what? This one actually kind of interests me. I didn't know that's how airplanes fly. I had no idea. I don't know. I, I never knew what held an airplane in the sky. I look outside. I see nothing but air. I have no idea why this airplane's in the sky. Well, you will when, when I'm done with it. You know, and and hopefully it will it will inspire people to see these things and go, that's actually kind of cool. I had no idea. And then they'll then they'll go deep enough on onto these things. Let me let me give you let me give a shout out to a series of books that really uh, back in my teens and early 20s helped lay the the foundation of my knowledge of history that I would go on to, to expand on a lot. But these books were just a, a great base to build on. Uh, they're published by Penguin, and uh, they're written by a gentleman, English gentleman named uh, Colin McKevity, uh, who was an amateur historian himself. And it was the Penguin Atlas of Blank History. And it split up almost all European history and, and split up the ones McKevity wrote anyway, split up by era. The, there was one on Roman history, uh, one on medieval history, one on, on Renaissance. And one of the things that got me is there's a, a very European perspective to the sequencing of these books. Uh, the Penguin Atlas of modern history covers uh, the period from the end of the medieval age until uh, – I want to say 1685. So that to them is 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 modern. No, excuse me. It covers through Napoleon, so 1815. And recent history is post-Napoleonic 
Europe. And for us, we're like, recent history is the 90s or something. Um, but the, the the books all follow the same format. You open up to any page and the, uh, the, the, the left-hand side is going to be the text and the right-hand side is the map that accompanies it. And it's always the <laughs> same base map of Europe with the lines moving around from, from year to year. A lot. And he's such a charming, knowledgeable writer. You get well, then my ideas bone. Forget it. Never mind. Even done back in the twenties. You get or sucked something. into these things. Done by somebody charming. And then, oh, yeah, well, right. That's true. Um, and I just, I, I had to. One of them was missing, and I'm, I'm looking for this quote. So I got to reread this thing. There's a quote I remember. I think it's from him. I don't know if it's apocryphal or not, but. Um, uh, Napoleon was apparently uh, one of his engineers suggested building a, a series of fortifications on France's northeast border, like kind of like the Maginot line would eventually become 100 and some odd years later. And he said, what are you trying to defend me from smugglers? And I need to find this quote, and I think it's I, in one of McEvity's books. So I'm, I'm pretty sure, that Steve, one. that that's not apocryphal. I think it was made up. <laughs> no, thank you. Ah, well, thank God for that. Um, so. Yeah, so I mean, look, I, I was very fortunate. Uh, I went to, I went to British public schools in Bermuda. Mm. I was spent the well, I did, <laughs> and and those schools were so rigorous that they had they didn't have a daily schedule; they had a weekly schedule. It was a really excellent idea. So instead, because you could miss a Friday, you, so it was like day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. Didn't matter whether it was a Monday or Tuesday, that way you okay. could have a holiday and you didn't lose the sequence, right? But basically what it would be would be like on day one, you might have, you might start off with like double geography, two hours of geography, and then you might have um, chemistry. Then there'd be a research, a, a recess break, and then maybe you'd have uh, English and wood shop, and then there'd be lunch break, and then in the afternoon maybe you'd have double phys ed and uh, and reading, or Spanish or something. So I was taking eleven subjects when I was in ele elementary school. I was taking math. I, I wasn't taking science. I was taking physics, chemistry, biology. Uh, lots of stuff, right? So it, it gave you this fundamental thing, and I and I realized. The kind of thing I'm talking about is don't be an idiot about chemistry. Really, the if you had to, if you, chemistry is the interaction of electron shells between molecules. That's what chemistry is. Period. That's all it is. It's the interaction of the electron shells between two different chemical elements, and that's what causes all of this stuff. And and if you if you know that, then you're not an idiot about chemistry. And and so much of this stuff is is really simple. The, the Scott, you could easily write. Uh, the the, the one on on the U.S. government, right? It's I had so to do simple. That with Even Scott could write one. <laughs> but no, I'm, uh, it's just an area. It's just an area of your of your expertise, right? It's an area where you know more than I do. But you don't have a to lot. get into the Federalist Papers, right? You don't no. have to get into any of that. You don't have to get even into the into the uh, the Constitutional Convention. You just have to say our government is divided three ways. Twice. It's divided three ways horizontally. It's divided three ways vertically. You know, the three branches of the federal government. We got federal, state, and local, blah, blah, blah. We got this. And and having studied with Natasha for this, she's very visual. So I, I just made these big cards. All right. Here's the structure of the government. All right. Here's the, here's the, here's the executive. Here's the judicial. Here's the, uh, the other one. Uh, and, you know, and, and then, um, and then, and then down, you know, here's the flag. You know, here are the questions you're going to get about the flag. Here are the questions you're going to get about, about the geography of the United States. And, and 
I just think that it's, first of all, I think it's going to be fun. Secondly, I think it's, it's needed. And third, it's something I can deliver because it's not this, like this Soviet thing that I'm working on. God, I've read well, and it's timeless too. Right? It's not. It's not. That's the word I'm looking for. If yes, you're it's timeless. Able, if you're able to keep current events out of it, and and that's the mm-hmm. hardest thing to do. Like in the series that I did a number of years ago, um, called Freedom's Charter, there were 20 episodes of that. The only episode that I um, that I kind of regret is where I lapsed into talking about a current political situation or something mm. like that, and then try to connect that with what was going on back in 1787. Um, I, th- I think that that was a strategic mistake on my part. And if I had to do it over again, I'd cut that out. Um, so the one part in one episode, I, I, I think we're going to forgive you. Well, that's that's no, my own right. self There's analysis. No Other people might be might say that there may have been one good part in the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> and also, and, and now you bring me to another point I hadn't even considered. Right? Is that these things will be essentially apolitical? There, there is no yeah. politics yeah. in physics. There's no politics in astronomy, and there shouldn't be. Right? This is we do enough politics. the 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 main The main problem with the country right now is is a fundamental. Uh, abysmal lack of, of of fundamental understanding of any of these things. And, and these used to be taught when American public schools were the best in the world. You look at that yeah. test they gave to kids in 1917 on, in Kansas for graduating, you know, eighth grade or 11th grade or whatever it is. I, I might have gotten three out of 20 on that. But yeah. also look and, at the view counts on some YouTube videos where people are doing educational things and millions Millions of people are watching, if they're well done, you know, millions of people are watching educational videos about how things work in the natural world and how things work in space and physics and, you know, and why are all these black plastic balls floating in this water treatment facility or whatever that guy's video was. I don't know if you've ever seen that. There's like 16 16 million black balls floating around in this thing. But, you know, that kind of content, people want to know how things work. And people are right. searching for stuff like that. Right. Um, so, so if you can do it I well, le- I learned. So take th- this is just the first example that came to mind. So take don't be an idiot about airplanes, right? The reason airplane flies is because the the uh, air pressure on the top of the wing is lower than the air pressure on the bottom of the wing, and all the air that's below the wing wants to get atop of the wing. It takes the wing with it. Okay, lift. But the way you show that is you go down to um you know those monster vacuums that they have at you know car washes, those things that take your entire carpet out with you if you're not careful. Those guys, <laughs> yeah, right. I would I'll just go out there with a board and just say, here's what I'm going to do, and you just put this thing on the board, you know, and then you lift the board up, right. Why is this working? It's working because the air pressure, just in this tiny little strip, forget the whole wing, the air pressure in this tiny little strip is so small that all of the air is trying to get in there so badly that it's going to follow this thing wherever it goes. This is what a vacuum does. A partial vacuum creates a tremendous amount of force. That's called lift. And those kind of things, I think a lot of it should be shot on an iPhone, uh, not in the studio or, you know, throw in some nice graphics because good good graphics are important. But basically, just keep it loose and keep it kind of sassy, you know, kind of like, you know, not insulting exactly, but sassy. just, you know. You know, kind of along those lines, but but not really. But it popped into my head, so I'm going to tell you all about it. Is Several years ago, somebody made a YouTube video of uh, Tom Lair's song, New Math, which you may or may not have heard. But it's a hysterical – I mean, it's Tom Lair uh, where he takes his audience – 
in music through how to do equations using the new math. And it's hysterical. Somebody took this live recording of Lair's and replaced the video with an animated blackboard of everything he's singing. Really? And it's just brilliant. I'll, I'll send you the link. Song. Yeah. Um, my favorite Tom Lear song is Fight Fiercely Harvard. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, but I, I think yeah, this is a great to, idea, Bill. And thank you. And just I think to, just if, for, if you can keep the, it's funny because people immediately want to get crazy with special effects and stuff like that. But I think you can do relatively simple demonstrations like you just talked about. Um, I was listening to a book this morning while I was out walking around the town and, and, uh, and he was talking about how you need, if you want to convey an effective story, you need to oversimplify it was his term. And he basically uses the phrase kind of like. So he said, anytime you're introducing a complicated uh, idea, then you should follow that by saying it's kind of like. Kind of like. <laughs> yep. And then you describe an analogy that people already have a mnemonic hook for where they can they have a place in their brain to the, hang such a thing the board with the vacuum yep. it yeah. just and some of them are so simple and I, and i've never heard them before and i'll just give you the last one then we'll wrap this up so don't be an idiot about astronomy right the, the first thing i'm going to say is okay so let's talk about the solar system you've never seen a picture of the solar system you've never seen a diagram of the solar system that's accurate yeah because the planets are so small relative to the distances that you can either show the planets of their correct relative size, in which case the orbits are wrong, or you can show the orbits to their correct size, in which, place the, in which case the planets are infinitesimally small. You cannot see them both together, yeah. right? Those kind of things are amazing. I, I did an Apollo 8 thing in uh, Texas last year, and... Just as I was going in there, I said, they said, do you need anything? I said, actually, if you could get me a basketball and a baseball, that'd be awesome. Right. Oh, and, yeah. and so here's the basketball, here's the earth. And I put this thing, I had a kid come up and stand in front of the podium and said, all right, so here's the earth and I've got the moon and baseball's a little bit small compared to the moon, but it's very, it's pretty close. So I'm going to start walking and you tell me when you think that's the distance to the moon. Right. And it's, with a baseball and a basketball, it's 30 feet. It's a long way out there, right? Those kind of things are so easy to do and they're so simple. And I think the thing needs to be, this is the lesson I'm slowly learning. It needs to be as unproduced as possible, yeah. right? It's gotta be just like iPhone outside, you know, with decent sound here, hold this, there it is, yeah. right? That kind of thing. Yeah, audio is everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, audio is everything. <laughs> and we bring it full circle. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nicely done. So, ladies don't and gentlemen, we are- Don't we, be an idiot about geometry. Yes. And, and don't be an idiot about notifications and subscription buttons on YouTube. They mean something. They mean something mm. to us. And if you could uh, tap those. And yes, Bill, you look like you had a Somebody had a idea. good idea about this. If you're one of these people watching, this would be deeply appreciated. If you could unsubscribe and then subscribe and hit the bell, I really think that's a lot of it because we have 198,000 subscribers and these videos are getting two, three, four, five thousand 5,000 views. There's something really yeah. wrong with that picture. Yeah. <laughs>